when I was thinking about doing the series of talks, one person that was definitely on my list from the beginning was Andy Coombe, my colleague and friend. And uh, because this was like a comeback to broadcasting in a way, I couldn't not have him on. We have laughed so much in so many situations that we've been on on air. I'm so glad he's on my podcast. I'm sure you're going to really enjoy what he has to say as much as I did. So uh, this afternoon, I'm here with Andy Coombe. Afternoon. You, you may recognize his voice. It's quite <laughs> surreal to be here with two microphones <laughs> sitting opposite um, a colleague that uh, was my colleague for Indeed. so many years. Yeah. And um, I really wanted Andy to be on, on this um, series of talks because he's not um, broadcasting anymore. Mm -hmm. And lots of people have been asking me, where's your friend Andy? <laughs> so I thought, well, what best to, to find out what he's doing and, um, and where he's at in life right now. Oh. He's just become a grandpa again. Yes, that's I right. I have to say, Andy. Two granddaughters. Two. They are gorgeous. I've seen them both. Uh -huh. uh, they have good genes. They, yeah, they, I reckon so. <laughs> one of them, I think, looks a bit like you. The little yes. um, um, Shakira's daughter. Okay. She looks very English. Yes, she does. And yeah. she's got very sparkly blue eyes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the other thing is um, that I did want to mention... <clears throat> I was doing breakfast and you were doing the midday show. At, That's um, right, yeah. And, Saturday and morning. Saturdays, Saturday, wasn't it? Yeah. And I was just finishing. You came in. We used to have a little chat, a little handover. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. It we used to worked talk, well, I think. It yeah. did. <laughs> it did work. It worked very well. And you one day came in with a bit of a sour face. And I thought, oh, dear, what's happened to this man? Okay. You said, I'm going to be a grandfather. <laughs> oh, did, did yes, it show that obvious? It did. Oh, right. It was okay. awful. He, you said, he said, you said, I, I, you said to me hmm. that it was a big, big thing for you. Well, it was a big surprise, uh, uh, to be honest. The first granddaughter was a big surprise uh, out of the blue. And, uh, you know, I thought to myself, at 51, because uh, uh, seven, she's seven years old now. Uh, I've given away my age there. Uh, but anyway... <laughs> Uh, uh, I thought, yes. am I ready for this? Uh, and, and it was just the way, you know, obviously it was... Um, it happened. Yeah. You weren't expecting it. I wasn't expecting it no. out of the blue. But, uh, hey, you know, seven years on, things are great. She's, she's great. She's uh, thriving, great, I saw her. Great fun to be with, very bubbly, just like her mum. Um, Does she have you wrapped around her little finger? Uh, uh, at times, but you know, you've got you've got to draw a line. It's a different kind of uh, different kind of bond to bringing up your own kids. Yeah, uh, and there's always that saying: you can give them back at the end of the day. Um, but um, uh, she she does have her moments uh, where I have to call in the mum to intervene. You know, really? Yeah, what, yeah, as, yeah. It, as in she's a bit. Um, well, I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm doing the right thing or not. You know, I'm I, I'm a bit of a softy, and I always remember yes. telling my parents you know whatever you do don't give them sweets don't give it you know but but and when i when i used to catch up with the girls afterwards they'd say oh granddad gave me uh, you know so Ooh. uh and and that's where mm. you know you got to draw the line and say okay am i doing the right thing yeah, for the wrong bit, reasons or the balance. wrong thing for the right reasons but anyway yeah and you don't want to, to get on the wrong side of your daughter either not at all no e either of them actually because obviously tara's oh, of course. You know, tara's recent, had yes yeah anna's only just over two months old so and how's how's that have you had any time with anna yes yesterday i was oh. i was with her uh, top of uh looking after her for an hour and a half while on your own yeah a two-month-old baby absolutely I'm, I'm impressed i'm still alive well, yeah you're still alive you're here yeah, to yeah. tell the day and mm. nappies and everything 
No. Didn't have to change oh. nappies, but had to well do trained. a feed. Oh. Um, oh. Yeah, gave her a feed, uh, which after 10, 15 minutes, you know, uh, she was fine. Settled down, and um, uh, I was I was actually, um, should we say, rescued uh, by the father. And, uh, you know, Andrew, Andrew came back from work at about half one and took over from me. So, uh, oh, so that wasn't too bad. Not but bad how lovely, though. Yeah. Yeah, good. quite hands-on. That's on. very, very special. Hands-on, Grandad. Yeah, <laughs> good for you. So let, let's, I, I'm sure a lot of people don't know about how you ended up in Jib and how, you know, being an Englishman, mm -hmm. um, what, tell me about your childhood and how you eventually got to Jib. Okay, so um, I was, I'm a forces child, to be honest. You know, my father was posted here in 1975. Uh, so at the age of uh, 11, I came mm -hmm. over. With uh, your dad? Yep. yep. Basically, we came over as a family. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember that that first day I arrived, you know, it was the 28th of April, 1975. Gosh. Stepped off the plane pouring down with rain. Uh, and it <laughs> rained it? and rained and rained for like four or five days. Uh, and I thought, what have I come to? You know, because I'd been reading up about Gibraltar, about the Mediterranean climate and palm trees. And uh, anyway, yeah, um, had a great childhood here. At, at you know, schooling wise, anyway, went to St George's, which was the uh, MOD, MOD school, school along Queensway. Uh, met obviously a load of uh, local kids at the time uh, who I'd made friends with. Uh, when I left in 1978, uh, I remember thinking to myself, "I'm oh, going to, I'm going to come back one day. I will be back." Yeah. And as, as you know, as uh, fate would have it, my father got reposted again five years later, which is very unusual to get posted so soon uh, together to, to to the same, you know, yeah. same same. Uh, Outpost, if you like, yes. uh, what the RAF used mm. to call these 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 uh, yeah, postings. So, so you lived like a like a like an ex expat, really. I mean, yes, yeah, in MOD, uh, down there by the airport, uh, four, four corners. corners. Yeah, so we were in four there. corners. Yeah, in four corners both times, seventy-five to seventy-eight, and then eighty-three to eighty-six. Mm. Um, uh, obviously, when I came back in eighty-three. Uh, a lot of the friends I'd made the first time round, uh, guys who were in my class, I met up mm. with, and it was like I'd never been away. Yes, know? it was they incredible. They welcomed you back. Yeah, brilliant, absolutely fantastic. Prior to that, uh, leading up to coming out to Jib, I was at a grammar school in in um, Wem, which is on the border of uh, Wales. Yeah. I just remember it being the the most wettest, dampest, coldest. <laughs> <laughs> place I'd ever been in my life um, but the schooling was was great it had a fantastic uh, sport department and I was into football and, and stuff like that at the time uh, but the the the, the forces uh, like life if you like you very rarely get settled in any one place you know you're on the move yes every two years three years so you make a group of friends and then Boom. before you know it you're, you're off again so it was quite unsettling yeah um, but I must say, you know, when I came back to Jib in 83, I always felt it would, uh, I would stay. Yes, you know. it felt like home. It felt. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It was um, great and, to be back. Yeah. Uh, and in those five years, you know, the place hadn't changed an awful lot. The border was still closed. 
Yes. Kind of. Kind it, of. It you for, could walk over. For pedestrians, yeah, yes. But it didn't open fully, did it, to, to, to 85, 85 for, yeah. for, for traffic. But I just felt this is it. This is my... This is where I'm staying. It, it, I felt it was like my second home. But now, obviously, the, the years I've spent here, rather than in, in the UK, it's overtaken. This is, you know, my first so, home. So you stayed. So your dad went back to England he, with your mum? He went back. And you uh, stayed? I stayed on. I, wow. I had a little bachelor flat around Catalan Bay, wow. which was great. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> One bed bedroom uh, apartment uh, and mm-hmm. and uh, yeah it, I, I just carried on I was lo- very lucky with work work was um, uh, you what know in you... the construction at the time ah. so uh, you've always you've always done the construction yeah um, it's it's been you know from from the the first time uh, I stepped off that plane in 1983 within three days I was working for what was the MOD the Ministry of Defence type of preferred contractor for building and, and their mm. refurbishments company called Simons Construction back then they were here till 88 it went from Simons to Seoul it went from so, Seoul to Haymills yeah, and then so you've always been. Like yeah. you are now. Yeah. And now it's called something else. Well, I'm, I'm now with Mighty. Oh, Mighty. Mighty, M-I-T-I-E. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we have the MOD contract uh, and, and hopefully they're going to win it for another five years. Yes. We should find out next year. If that happens, that will do me. That will see me through to retirement, Rouge. And yeah. what, what is your job? What Procurement. So Procurement. nobody would ever imagine, because everybody thinks that I work on the radio all the time or that I'm still yeah, there. Or, yeah, and yeah, I assume people think the same about you. Yes. Yeah, you what? do get that because, I mean, obviously, in the <clears throat> if we want to talk about shows uh, of the past, you know, the Telebingo. Yes. Uh, it used to happen every Wednesday night, and I think everyone thought that was my only Your thing job. I ever did. Yes. You know, I existed on on that one show a week yes. for fifteen and a half years. That's how long it <laughs> went funny, from. Isn't for, it? Um, but mm. no, um, the the day job, if you like. Uh, procurement it's it's the management of contractors subcontractors and tenders and things like uh, that it's interesting uh, yeah. i guess you get to meet people yeah and you yeah. get you're in and out so it's no not, two days are the same well that's good because mm. i'm a bit my job's a bit like that so absolutely yeah that's yeah. good well you so, know kind of more or yeah. less what we what we what yeah, we import we deal, through yourself we do we do deal with you which is which is good yeah um how did you get into telebingo you did it for it's, years. How it's many? It's quite a long story, but I'll try and shorten it. Okay, so uh, at the time when it yeah. kicked off, David Hall, the yeah. late, the late and great David Hall, he was great, fantastic, uh, a fantastic a presenter, and he was, entertainer. Yeah. Uh, uh, he he was hosting the show uh, from when it started, and I think he'd been in 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 the show or on the show for about two years, and as coincidence would have it like many things in life, I was asked to host a show in the casino for the Indian community. Of course. Uh, it was um, uh, a raffle they were doing, uh, an end of... It was the cricket team, Indian cricket but team, were hosting a raffle. You, you've always life. liked presenting, or you've, you just... Because you're, you're quite a, an articulate chap, and they thought, oh, he's good-looking and he's English, <laughs> no? Because that always goes down well in gym. Uh, un inglés, un inglés, who knows what he's doing, well, no, un inglés. Uh, if, if we go one step back, <laughs> to be honest... In 1983, when I first arrived, um, the very first thing I did on stage was uh, a musical production, South Pacific, uh, Ah, which was directed by Christine Thompson. Um, And uh, so I did a stage play with with her. The next year I entered the drama festival. So I started Ah, doing things on stage and people... Did notice me? Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, notice you. You get to you get known within the field of of drama. Yeah. And um, 
As at the time I was going out with a, a, an Indian uh, girl, I got asked by uh, the Indian community to host this show. And you did. I went up, did yeah. it. And the then... managing director of the casino at the time was in the audience. Oh, and he and then it was gave you the job. After the show, okay. he came along and said, You know what, Andy, that was really good the way you, you, you handled the evening. Yes. Um, <laughs> Have you thought about TV work? And I said, no, not at all. And, and I think David Hall's contract was coming to an end. Um, uh, his contract, because I think he was he did two years, so it's coming to an end. And he said, look, I tell you what, why don't you come up here next week and we'll do a little bit of a voice, you know, check your voice out, see what you look like on camera. And um, and uh, we've got this show running called Telebingo. Have you ever seen it? And I, I had to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I hadn't. Yeah. Um, so well, I watched one. He gave uh, me a tape and said, watch this. This is the show. So I watched David Hall present, you know, <laughs> the previous week. And I thought, oh, that's, that's pretty good, yeah, you know. He, was, he had a couple of nice uh, type yeah, of co-presenters with him. Uh, and, um, you know, so I thought, why not? Oh, give it a go. Yeah, of course. And, and the funny thing was, Rouge, uh, I remember the, the entertainment's manager at the time at the casino, Henry Villega, he, he said, uh, Andy, what we're going to do is we're only going to sign you up for 10 weeks because no one really knows you. <laughs> OK? Yeah. And I said, 10, 10 weeks, weeks, that's fine. Yeah, let's do it, 10 weeks. So Brilliant. he said, this is what we're going to pay you for the 10 weeks. I said, great, crack on. And when it came to the end of the 10 weeks, uh, he said, I tell you what, we'll do it for another 10. Is that OK? I said, yeah. yeah. And, and, you so know. you were doing this weekly? It was weekly, every so week. what happened it, if you prime went Prime time. Home? It was right after Dallas. <laughs> it was right after Dallas. I must <laughs> remember because I used to watch Dallas, so I must yeah. remember seeing it. It was I think uh, I did, we half did nine on a Wednesday. We used to get the little books at home, not tick exactly, off the numbers. With the three tickets hmm. in each book. I think yeah. I remember. Oh, and, yeah. Mm. And, um, and tell me something. How, how long did you do it for in the end? Uh, it ended up uh, being one of the longest unsigned contracts, I think, in living history. <laughs> it was about 15 and a half years. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from Telebingo, you went to the lottery. Well, again, the lottery was being in the right place at the right time. The, mm. the, the lottery was being hosted at the t uh, James Niche head of radio at the time he came to me and said Andy I'm really stressed out with stuff would mm. you mind covering me for the lottery for the next three months so I said yeah okay uh, I mean th the lottery was only at the time every fortnight so it's yes, no that big wasn't deal. too bad so I did those three months and then at yeah. the end of the three months James said you wouldn't mind doing it for another <laughs> couple would you and, and then here I am you know seven and a half years later <laughs> so you did <laughs> the lottery for seven and a half years yeah yeah wow. so and, that, and you quite rightly say Chloe now has taken over uh yes she's sweet, nice Chloe. young yes you and know, that's what you need now very bubbly it's the future yeah. isn't it Hi, it's Hexar Garda from Fitness TMB. We work with men and women over 40 to get fit, lose fat, get energized and develop a powerful mindset. You can accomplish this by implementing significant changes in your habits and routines, such as optimizing nutrition and mastering your sleep. I have created for the over 40s the RRE method, recondition, recharge and energize. It's a 13-week program that will enable you to find gratification in your fitness journey, as well as positively shifting your mindset and well-being. You can get in touch at heck at fitnesstmb.com or visit fitnesstmb.com. 
Andy Coombe coming up next, talking about his TV and radio career, uh, even a possible film career, meeting Heath Ledger and uh, all sorts of things. Okay, so I'm here with Andy and we're talking about um, how he started on TV and radio and how he spent 15 years doing Telebingo, which was quite a long time. It is. Yeah, Telebingo. I started Telebingo in 1991. Oh, gosh, gosh. So the film in Morocco was 2000. Yeah, it was called uh, The Four Feathers. It was a remake of an old classic. Um, it didn't actually get into the cinema. It, it oh. top of went straight to disc. Okay. Um, I don't think it did very well. Okay. What did you but have to do in that? I, I played the part of a colonel. Oh. Um, quite good. No? I, I got kitted out in the, in the, in the proper colonel's uniform, uh, and um, yeah, I've still got photos of that. And I, uh, the, the the big thing for me was that I met again the, the late actor Heath Ledger. Oh, um, did you really? Was yes. he in that movie? He was in the. He was one. Of, he was a lead main role. character. Wow, uh, Heath I Ledger. Didn't know that. I met what him. A story. I met him and his girlfriend at the time. Oh, Heather Graham. Wow. She was on set in Morocco with him. And uh, he actually Did took time out to meet me. Did he? Signed my uh, script. I've got a signed script at home. That's probably worth something. I don't know. I'm not sure. I've still got it. Uh, but I have one line. It was on page 148, <laughs> halfway down the page, Brilliant. highlighted in pink. And what was and it? I did have do it, a do line. It, but do it, do it in the, as if you were doing the film. Really? Mm. Um, it has to be authentic. Uh, well, okay. Uh, it, the, the, the line was quite simple. Uh, quite simply, uh, and so, Colonel, what would Parliament think if we don't go to war? Oh, it was. Okay. It was. It was. Yeah, it's quite quite deep. It is. It was quite. A, 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 you know, mm. not based on a true story, but the war was real. Mm. Uh, with, oh. with, you and know. What did Parliament think? Um, Parliament gave the advance. Uh, to gave to the to order war. to advance to go to war yeah. with the Mahdi, which was in you know. In the Middle East, um, um, unfortunately, that scene I was in, uh, there was five or six of us. Uh, another well-known actor who was ah, uh, um, oh, he was on a BBC show. Oh, I forget what it was called. Uh, Spooks. No idea. Rupert Penry Jones, his name was. Okay. Anyway, um, but the whole scene got cut. Oh dear! It only took about. So what? So you didn't actually take part in the film after all? Not at all. I was no. At what, what you're known as the Andy. is it the cutting room floor? Yeah. There's a piece <laughs> of film cut you somewhere out with me. Yes, oh. but I got. If you look at the film, watch the film. I'll have ever, to look it if up. If you ever watch the film, um, as the credits come up in alphabetical order, oh, I come up about there. fifth. Well, that's <laughs> Andy Coombe, Colonel right. from another regiment. <laughs> Is that what it says? Yes. And did they pay you for it? Yes. I did get paid. Did you? Did yes. you get paid quite well? I, for, for I thought, you know, I was on a holiday for for a week, yeah. really, staying All in a five-star hotel, Gee. the Berber Palace in Wazazat. Ooh, Wazazat. Wazazat is like I, the I've Hollywood I've never been, of, but I'm longing to go. Mm. The Berber Palace Hotel, Rouge, mm. room number 214. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Overlooks the pool. Down. Berber I, got, I got treated like a king, honestly. Because uh, I was, uh, th- there's two kind of. I, I realise there's a structure. There's extras, yes, and there's uh, p- actors who actually say something. You're treated like a king. I have one and line. I had my own chauffeur pick me up in the morning for one Take line. me to set. Yeah. And well, what about Heath Ledger? Where was he? Was he in Heath, the same hotel Heath as you? Heath Ledger was in another hotel. Oh, forget what it was called. 
Um, it wow. was it was about a mile down the road from from where I was, but I met him on set. Uh, he, he had his own obviously changing room. It was a big like um, caravan, mm. 20, 30 foot long. Amazing. And, yeah. So quite I, an amazing story. I oh, had no incredible. idea you'd met Heath Ledger. I've got I don't photos know how. with him. Have you? Mm. But how come I've known you all these years and I didn't know that? There you go. Well, you One learn something things. new every day. Indeed. Anyway, we ended up we ended up um, yeah. on radio yes. just because I was doing one show and you were doing the other. Yes. And actually, we we got on quite well. Mm. We we um, had good chemistry on air. Yeah, and, I think so. And then we got our own show for a while called On Request. The concept was we, great. The I concept think. was great. We we I mean to, <laughs> we loved it. Yeah, it was a blast. I mean, to be honest, it was a show which was um, uh, what it ran for two hours. It ran for two hours. But those out, how, how how long did we have? I can't even remember how did, many. We did two seasons. Two I, seasons. I think, so wasn't that's it? not bad because it was obviously yeah. depending on the sponsors, right? So uh, the the I think the first season we did twelve weeks. Something like then that. Then there was a break of three or four My months. Was terrible. Um, and then, we, we and then the second season was like another ten weeks. And, and, and I remember we had all these people who used to call us. Absolutely. All yeah. people living all around Spain. Yes. Andrew yeah. from La Linea. Andrew remember from La Linea. From Laonce. He, 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 he used to sell Laonce. He used to sell, yeah. I mean, yes. um, we had, was, well, no, Chris always listened in. Chris in Red Hill in Surrey. Yeah, lot, lots of people. We used to have regulars phone up from up the coast. We did. Um, and the idea was, of course, that you could request any song you wanted, which was quite out there for, for the, the, yeah. uh, the broadcaster. Yeah, because you, <laughs> you do have to stick to a certain um, playlist. Playlist. Yeah. Yeah. And so we were able to to do something a little different, which we thought was quite rebellious, and and we very much enjoyed because we could play some heavy metal, we could play some oh. some Def Leppard, Any, anything. Did we which... play any of tunes that you liked. Oh, uh, wait, I remember Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, sorry. That's, your favorite. that's, a, that's a soft spot for me. You see, I knew that. I knew that. <laughs> well, the best, the best band in the world. Uh, yeah, uh, and, so, and we had full backing at the time by James Nish. He was we well did. into it. He was into it. He helped us top of uh, promote it a little bit and edit it. You know, yeah. um, which and, I think was great. The concept. And I think lots of people enjoyed it. We certainly enjoyed it. I, oh, I totally. Mean, I'm a firm believer that if you don't enjoy something, there's no point doing it. And we enjoyed it very much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. I mean, uh, I don't think anything has been done since. Since. No. So. Like so it, you're not on radio anymore now. No. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the radio, to be honest, uh, there was there was a few things happened earlier in the year, health wise, where um, uh, yes. I was finding that. Um, um, I, even though I love it, I love the radio. I love the I love the TV work, even the stage work. You know, uh, stage shows and things like that. But um, I was finding that uh, committing every Saturday morning was was, was becoming a bit uh, a bit much. There was a lot going on uh, in my private life. I've got two grand grandkids here now. So, uh, but no, you wanted to free was, up a little bit of time to and for, for yourself. Yeah. And, and and to do what you love the most, which is going to the beach and lying <laughs> like a cucaracha in the sun until you tell. I hope you're not doing that. I remember no. you walking into radio uh, and me saying, Andy, you're absolutely como un salmonete. Uh, you're 
Pink. A cangrejo. Un cangrejo. Uh, yeah, that's right. You've it used got to, be to cover your head. You've got to put sun I, cream on. I'm very wary now about laying in the sun. Yeah. Um, no, I, I mean, what, what you're saying is that I've got more time now to do things I love. Play but, tennis. Ah, well, you yeah. always like tennis. I play tennis. My my tennis partner, Carl, Carl Grambo, who's uh, great. Good, yes, good he's to doing play well with. too. He's doing You know, well. if I can play tennis at his age, yeah. as well as he does at his age, I'll be a happy man. So you're enjoying all these things that you didn't do so much before? That's it. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I loved doing the radio and uh, I've, I've, you never say never, right? I mean, maybe when I retire in two or three or four years time, I've got time on my hands. If... Anything does crop up back, uh, you know, on, on radio if there's an opportunity. I'm still getting involved with stage shows. I'm, I'm you're, doing, are you still doing the Miss? Well, not so much miss, those. I don't think that, they're no. in favour at the moment. Uh, oh, but, okay. but there's a few uh, dance um, academies which are doing presentations so in the next couple of months. That. So I'm, I'm, you know, doing, doing those. those. Um, but... As you know, uh, from one show like radio to TV to stage shows, it's a different type of um, way all, to present. Uh, yes, and, and they're all different. Very different. I find I I found no about yourself that radio was probably the most difficult. Uh, probably the most difficult, but the one I prefer. I much prefer radio to television. Yeah. I much prefer ad libbing to having to learn a script and oh yes, yeah, and 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 you know present in that way. I I find that if I I don't have a script, but then of course when you're doing a show like for example, we've both done one mischief. That's a coincidence, isn't it? Uh, it is uh, a coincidence, uh, but I think the best people just do one mischief. Oh, there you go, in and out. I would never do it again. I I told Yalta I had a chat with Yalta the right. other day. Yeah, I, I'm never going to do it again. Right? Would you ever do it again? Um. I don't think so, you know, plus the fact, yeah, well, age might not be on my side, but well, certainly but I think, uh, uh, I think um, the, the one that I did thoroughly enjoyed um, at the time. What, what year was it? That was um, 1998. And uh, Mulaney. Mulaney Soiser won ah. that year. Yeah, and it was held at the Alameda. Open air theatre. And what, did you present that on your own? No, Susan Clifton Tucker oh, was with me. Susan. Uh, and GBC were the ones that had the tender. You right. know, they, 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 they top of, I think actually at the time, GBC used to present them every year. It only went to tender to private companies, I think probably after. two or three years after that. And that's okay. when, you know, the likes of uh, other, other, co other companies yes. got involved. But, yeah. you know, yours, the one well, mine, you did. Yes, the one what I did was very, very different to all the others. When I did um, Miss Jib, uh, Yalta asked me to do it and I tried to wriggle out of it, but there's no, I can't say no to Yalta. Yalta, you know, one of these people Absolutely. who can't say no to. Yeah. And then I thought, actually, as a presenter, it's kind of a highlight for me to be asked to do this. Uh, I'd so, say so. Yeah. Uh, and so, you did it by yourself. I did it by myself. So the first Which, female presenter to ever do it on her own. So, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll wear the badge. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I thoroughly enjoyed it, Andy. Uh, yeah. The only thing I don't, I find difficult is having to say, don't, Michelle, don't forget to mention this. Don't forget to thank that one. Don't forget yeah, the sponsors. Yeah. Don't forget that. So I had all these notes. There's a lot of... Um, and that is what I... If I can just ad lib, then it's easier for me. And it just comes to me and I say whatever comes into my head. But I had to remember to say all these things. But actually, yeah. um, I, I think I did it more or less okay. I think people yeah. did quite like it. It I was very it. different. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, the last bit was a bit of a thing because I hadn't rehearsed it at all. Okay. So when I the announced... Crowning. 
the crowd. Yeah, you never can rehearse those moments. It's really, very can you? hard. Uh, because the placing I of where you are, yes. where the well, person. We yes, I don't know about is you. Is going to stand you when know. you who produced your show, GBC, but who? It was Patrick Masood. Right. Yeah, but again, you know, uh, it's very difficult to because you don't know obviously, which one of the girls is going to win. So you don't know which way they're coming from. <laughs> you know, if they're on a V shape, it yeah. could be from the top Either end. Or the bo- so you, yeah. you just don't know. You just got to take yeah. it, you know, I, as it I comes. I just didn't know where the lighting was. When I announced it, the okay. light wasn't on me. Right. So I just announced it and it kind of, you could hear it. But yeah. then they, the, the guy the guy with the light was trying to find me. <laughs> and then I didn't know where the girl was. And it was all a bit of a palaver. But anyway. Hey, it all uh, came we did out it, well. And yeah, I won't, yeah, I won't do it again. But obviously, you know, in the years leading up to Yalta doing it, it, it used to be Christian did it for yeah. two, James yeah. Neesh did, did it for two. two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that worked quite well. Would they, would, would they do it again? I don't know. You know, would they Who bid knows? for it? Who knows? Yeah. Who, who knows if it will, hopefully, you know, maybe next year it will come back in a format that we know it as, you yeah. know, because yeah. obviously the Miss Jib uh, representing Gibraltar this year. It is from mid- Yalta's show. It's from Yalta's Actually, show. Yalta's helped Two years ago, a lot. right? Yeah. That's, that's right, yeah, 2019. So, yeah. so we need to kind of wrap it up because it's okay. nearly half an hour. Wow. I've got to ask you a couple of questions. What's next for you? So you're going to carry on being a grandpa. Yeah. yeah. And you're going to carry on working with <laughs> Mighty. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we, we've probably got another, hopefully, fingers crossed, five years on the contract left. That will do me, I think. Uh, that will do me. I, I'll never say that I, you know, with regards to shows, uh, I'm thinking um, of possibly going back into amateur dramatics. Oh, uh, what a good idea. Maybe huh? next year. Yes. After, fingers Has crossed. Julian, if, your friend Julian well, convinced he, you? He, he, we've always talked about it, um, but in the past there's been sh- um, uh, plays come up where he's wanted me to get involved but unfortunately i've either been too busy not had time had issues to go back to uk with and things like that so but i'd like to do that uh and with regards to you know radio um well you're going to be part of this podcast exactly brilliant that's coming out hopefully in january yeah we'll put that out (laughs) so andy one couple couple more questions that i'm asking all my guests one thing is if you could tell me a tune that you would love that has carried you that you love that has carried you through life that you that really makes you happy when you listen to it what would it be um do you remember? Well, it's it's an earth, wind, and fire. Uh, ah, you see, it, but but it's an instrumental which probably ah. no one has ever heard. It's a jazz funk piece called Faces. Faces. It's off, it's off the album Earth, Wind, and Fire album Faces, which came out in 1981. Uh, it's a it, instrumental. Eight minutes long. Eight minutes. And it's absolute. Whenever I listen to so that, when do you put I feel it on? energized. Do you? Do you put yeah. it on like in the evening? Or? I, I sometimes put it on when you need a lift. Yeah. And when I had earlier this year had this yes. double hernia operation and I thought I was never going to get back on the tennis court ever again, I used to stick it on quite a lot. It's Faces by Earthwind and Fire. Listen to it if you I can. I will, I will. It's an incredible piece of instrumental, no singing. Um, instrumental music and it's them at their very best saw them play live by the way in Wembley uh, 1978 wow fantastic amazing incredible I love Earth, Wind and Fire yeah okay and so then one very last thing okay three words to describe me wow <laughs> yeah oh my putting you on the spot there okay uh, <laughs> you can, it can it can be 
It can be anything. Oh, I'm, no. not, I'm not going to throw oh, anything you at worry, you. Don't worry, it will be. Uh, <laughs> Good. No, uh, I think uh, enthusiastic, energetic, and uh, charismatic. Very good. I is like. That, I like. Is that uh, yes? A very good. good. A, a Perfect. Good po- political. <laughs> Perfect. Politically correct. Thank you very much. Thank you very much Thank for you, being here. Thank you, Rouge. It's been it's a been, pleasure. Yeah, it has. Really nice to chat. Great. Okay. Catch you soon. You've been listening to On the Sofa with Rouge, a series of talks where I talk to friends and family about all the interesting things they've been getting up to. A massive shout out to Charlie Hurst, my sound engineer, who's done an incredible job of putting this podcast together. His website is soundunit.co.uk, should you want to get in touch with him. And also a massive shout out to Beatrice Garcia, who's a very accomplished artist and who's beautifully designed the logo for this uh, icon, for this podcast. And her website is Beatrice garcia.com thanks a lot for listening please get in touch rougejib at gmail.com if you want to let me know uh, what you thought of my podcast and uh, how i could improve and please 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 tune in because more podcasts are being dropped all the time